to Warp Zone, a podcast on sci-fi, philosophy, religion, politics, gaming, and anything else. Taboo. 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 Tabby cat. Ooh, that I can oh, see on the camera. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am Ben Benasic. Yes, I'm Tara Smith. Holding the smallest jar of honey in the world that you're going to bring to me. Wait, Jody wanted a big jar of honey, and Tara is going to produce at least one tablespoon of, of honey. <laughs> We've only got the small jars left. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> it's going to be like one piece of toast per, yeah. per jar. Just more like sample size. Mm. I often wonder, you know, when you go to like those glamorous hotels, like with um, conferences and stuff, like and you're in the yeah. lobby. You can't actually yeah. afford to stay in the hotel, but you're just oh, in the no. lobby. For the, yeah. Yes. And then they've got like the tiny little condiments. Like mm. it's it's all really expensive stuff, but like it's it's half a teaspoon of honey. Yeah. yeah, we Tom used to just grab a lot of those, like, and keep them in the car and stuff, and and that's great until like the honey sachets like burst and go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Honey better everywhere. not to take them home. Exactly what you guys need: more honey everywhere. Yeah, I know. Um. So, uh, what have you been up to? Oh, not much. Just the same old, really boring. I've got no teaching work. I've got no distractions, just me and my PhD, and it's pretty miserable. Excellent. Yeah. So I really have no excuse. So I have been working on it and doing applications and writing about <clears throat> cybernetics and artificial intelligence, which has been fun. I kind of fell into the rabbit hole of researching cybernetic theory and, and how it's influenced artificial intelligence. So it's been kind of fun. Mm. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm, I'm still working on my AI chapter, but just editing it now. So, The one that was due like three months ago. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's still good. Still working on it. It's going to be real good when it's finished, man. Real good. Excellent. Um, other than mm. that, I went on up for a bushwalk on the weekend with Tom Hi. and his friends. Yep. Uh, I don't know where we went. Somewhere. It doesn't matter. <laughs> And what else did Bush. I do? Bushes. Oh, I did a fundraiser. I had a cupcake, uh, like a a wood, woolen jumper and knit fundraiser where my friend and I were selling knitted things for Penny Marathon, the animal welfare charity that I volunteer for. So I was there for four or five hours on Sunday just selling stuff and trying to add up math, uh, cash, which I'm really bad at. And I was like... All right, so if it's three dollars plus five, is like really bad at it. So I don't know why they give me that job. Like I'm just like, why are you making me in charge of the money? Like I'm terrible at this, but I'm always that person with a calculator. I can't see what this, this, and this, and oh, I like have to try and use the calculator. Yeah, I'm yeah. terrible at adding change. Hmm. Yeah, you know when they give you the fifty cents to make it up, that just totally throws me. I'm just like, what? Did, why did you give that to me? You know, like they'll yeah, they, you the try time. to work the it out and then they just hand you shit and you're like, what? Yeah. Are you good at it? You must be good at it. Um, fast at it now, but um, it's funny how some customers try to be helpful with giving you coins to make it up, but then sometimes they're not quite there. Like, yeah, you know, if something's say forty one dollars, right? So you normally go, okay, they give you a fifty dollar note, they'll give you one dollar coin, or you know, a couple yeah. of silvers. I've had people go, oh yeah, here's like the fifty dollar note and eighty cents. I'm like, well. <laughs> That actually complicates things further. So how about yeah. you keep your dirty four twenty centimeters? <laughs> I'll just yeah. give you. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the worst at IGA that used to just shit me so much when I was on the registers there is when they you would uh, they would drop the money on the table and then you have to try and scramble and oh. pick it up with your hands. Like they would refuse to put it in your actual hand. Yeah. 
there's um, a group of, of young guys that come in, and I quite like them, actually. They're, they're, they're quite funny. Um, yeah. They come in and look at Yu-Gi-Oh cards all the time. and They're, they're very, like, um, they go to John Terry, local school. And um, <laughs> they always, there's one kid that comes in all the time with a bag of coins. I'm like, where the fuck, <laughs> why, why, where are you getting all of these coins from? And he's like, yeah, I know, because you like it so much. I'm like, no, we, we don't. <laughs> so now this thing, like, you'll try and scrounge around coins just to pay us with coins. Yeah, and it's then, a funny thing. People, like, you prefer cash. Like, they assume most people prefer cash. And I'm always oh, like, no, pay with card, please. For the yeah, God. because then I don't need the staff to go downstairs and then deposit the yeah. money. And that's the thing. And yeah, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um, yeah, it's funny. Um, what have you been up to? Well, um, been busy with the store, but I have a tale. I have a tale to tell. Ooh. Hmm. Um, because I could just bore you about what stock's coming in and stuff, but that doesn't actually matter. Um, at the moment, hang on, sorry. I'm just going to close my mail app so we don't, we don't hear the dudings constantly. Yep. Why are you still open? Right. If this closes and quits, I apologize. <laughs> this is routine listening for everyone at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. I'm closing the things and doing the things, and that's fine. Okay, cool. Um, so a week and a half ago, um, I went down to Mindagong um, with Jody, so um, to meet up with a friend of ours, and we dro- I dropped off Jody to the club there um which has got a coffee shop inside it and um dropped off Isaiah and Hannah and I had Jack with me and Jack and I then went to Bunnings because I needed to buy some lights for the store and I also needed to buy some paint for my my centipede cabinet because the or filler because it needed to be filled on one section right Mm -hmm. so I'm in the paint aisle at Bunnings and there's this older woman who um, was white and she looked like a bikey um, and she's like she's quite angry um, and she's waiting I don't know if you've been to Bunnings since COVID has happened but there's all of these like mid-aisle waiting points now you just can't walk yeah. down the different aisles so yeah. I'd walked down where the enamel was and I'm like oh fuck okay that's the wrong aisle because the filler is not next to enamel it's like yeah. two aisles across so I walk up and I'm like looking around and she's like getting really cranky and she's like, oh, you know, some of us don't have all day to wait, but I, you know, I don't have all day to wait. Some of us do, but I don't. Um, I need some wait, service. Well, I don't understand why she was waiting for you if you weren't at the register yet. No, no, she's waiting at like this desk that's halfway down the paint aisle, right? Oh, so, so she wasn't talking to you at that point. She's just talking openly to anyone. I was the only oh, one there. Waiting for help at the paint desk. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's similar to a paint desk, but it's it's an it's a arbitrary desk. It's a new desk. It's not the paint desk because the paint desk is in the middle. This is these yeah. new desks which they've it's put like in all desk. of these aisles. So okay. she's getting cr- like really angry, right? Yeah. Um, and I was on the phone trying to call one of my new casual staff who had not turned up for his shift yet. So I was like quite angry as well. Um, yeah. but, but I was not yelling or or you know having a go. Was he sick? Was he? Hmm? <laughs> Did he no, have a cold? Like, did he have what was wrong? Just With be me. slack. No, the kid. Oh, him. Oh, okay. Well, that's a side thing, but he slept in. Um, <laughs> he's not going to do it ever again because he's yeah, now bullied every single day he turns up because I'm like, oh, it's surprising to see you not asleep. You know? <laughs> Is he like 15 or something? 
No, no, he's like twenty odd. Um, oh, I'm giving so him a hand because he he was mate he was retrenched from his job, um, Westpac employee and stuff. And, um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's a temporary. So, so thing. to show the gratitude, he decided to sleep in on his. Yeah, 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 motherfucker, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I walk around the other side of the um. So there's a desk, an aisle, another aisle. So I, I'm going like quite a way away and I end up over the other side of where she's waiting. So we can see each other through these two desks and then the paint mixing stand thing in the middle. Yeah. Um, so your still... eyes met across the paint aisles. Yes. <laughs> it was love at first sight, right? Uh, she then <laughs> yells across and says, I need some service um, and they're not going to be served before me. And this other woman goes, sorry, what did you say? Like she was next to me and she goes, no, not you. I don't want him to be served before me. I've been waiting here for a long time, right? Yeah. And I went, hang on, what? So I get off my phone. I'm, I'm like, sorry, what did you say? And she goes, I've been waiting here for ages and I'm not having you be served before me. And I'm like, well, okay, so it's fine for her to be served before me, but not me. Like, what? what's the problem with me? Like, what, you don't like the look of me or something? And she says something, like I couldn't really hear it. I said, what the fuck did you say? And she goes, yeah, you're not to be served before me, but she's okay. I went, you fucking racist bitch, right? So I said that, yeah. which is not a nice thing to say. <laughs> and then she said, what did you say? And I repeated it even louder. And I said, I said, you're a fucking racist bitch, right? Yeah. Her but husband, hang on, was the other girl before you though? Like, was she there earlier? Like, that might be why she said it. If the other Oh, uh, no, 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 no. She'd, she'd just come from oh. another aisle. She was like walking. She's an innocent bystander in all of this. Oh, I see. We're all I innocent gotcha. here. Yeah. <laughs> for her. Um, so then she, her, her partner goes, Oi, what did you say? And I said, I called her a fucking racist bitch. She pointed at me and said that he's not to be served before me. Um, and then a staff member's like, oh, just don't worry about it. Just walk away. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm walking away. And I said, oh, I don't even need service. So then like, I, I, I walk across another arm. And then like Jack's with me and Jack's like not happy about the situation. I'm like, yeah, I know. I okay. know what Jack's like. He'd be squirming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, Jack, hey, Jack, sorry I spoke like that. And he goes, no, that's fine. And I said, look, um, she's obviously got a problem um, and she doesn't, you know, like the look of me or whatever, or, you know, she's fine with the other white person that wants to get served. And I'm I like, and he goes, Jack goes, yeah, he doesn't, she doesn't have a problem with me because I'm a bit more white than you, dad. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> and then, so anyway, I find the filler, finally. I go to the counter and then I'm walking out and Jack goes, oh no. I'm like, why, what's wrong? And he goes, oh, they're walking out at the same time. And I'm like, no, don't worry about it. It's fine. We walk out. and. um she yells out to me, the only one racist here is you, your fucking wog. Go, and then he goes, yeah, go back to where you, you came from. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. So I called it out. Like immediately. I, I knew that they were being like, there was no reason for her to point at me and say, Not, don't serve him, serve me first. Yeah. Um, and I went, hang on. Like what? One, I was born here. To what the fuck are you guys talking about? I that's that's so racist. You can't say that stuff. And then he says, "Yeah, just fuck off, you wog." Right? And I went, "Okay, Jack, go to the car." So I don't walk. I walk up to the guy. Right? So we're in an impasse. Like we're standing in the middle of the car park, yeah. and he like he's a bikey, right? Right. Well, a little bit older, but 
a bikey. And I like walked straight up to him and look him in the eye. And he goes, what did you say? And I went, I said that she's fucking racist. Like she pointed at me out of the blue saying he's not to be served. I wasn't even after being served. Um, and then you guys say, go back to your own country. You can't say that stuff. That's, that's racist. It's really bad. And he yeah. goes, oh, okay, well, fair enough. Well, have a nice day then. And then gets back in his car. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what the fuck has happened here? So then that's I get so in the car. Weird. Yeah. And then we drive out and I, yeah, I meet up with Jody, and Jody's like, what's wrong? Because I sat down like I was a bit flustered. She goes, what, what's wrong? And I'm like, oh, I was just told to go back to my own country, which is a bit weird. <laughs> and try to explain the situation. It doesn't make sense. All of this thing just does not make sense at all. Um, I would have thought if he'd been bold enough to yell at you at the car park to go back where you came from, that when you'd come up and gone close to his face, he would have punched you out or something. That it would oh, I thought so. so. Yeah, I, not I, yeah, afterwards I thought it was going to be escalated. But I just, I spoke calmly. Like I was in, in the car park and I spoke absolutely calmly. Like you can't. You just can't do that. It's it's wrong. And I'm not, for the listeners at home, um, if anyone does listen to this that haven't met us, which I'm not convinced. Oh, actually, no. Statistically, yes, there's people that listen to this that haven't met us. Um, I'm, you know, I'm olive skin, yeah, but I'm, I'm not dark. Like, it's, yeah. it's really weird, a really, really weird thing for her to do. So she obviously had a problem with, as she puts it, wogs or whatever. Um, but yeah, really, really bizarre. Really, I love bizarre. that you said I'm not racist, and then that called out, "Go back where you came from." Yeah, the only the one racist, really racist. Here is you. Your fucking yeah. wog. Go back to your country. Yeah, I'm just impressed you confronted them. I would have just probably shut up. I would have been so like annoyed and angry that I wouldn't have been able to say anything articulate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I. I've got angry before and said stupid things back to people, so I'm getting better at. Like yeah. being calm about it. I think maybe the shop has actually helped this. You know, when you get irate customers and stuff, like yeah. yelling at you, yeah. you can sort of just go, look, you know, you're being an idiot. Uh, it's time for you yeah. to go. Um, and I've had to chase people down in the store. I've had to like push ice addicts off me. Um, like, yeah, it's shit happens. Shit happens. Yeah. It's probably, it's funny that it's bubbling up though. Do you think from the black lives, Black Lives Matter stuff in America. I think the people are speaking out yeah. more about it, which is good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think. I think that that mainstream media have a lot to blame for all of this, really. Yeah. Unfortunately. But it yeah. is what it is. All right. They're definitely they're definitely fueling the fire. That's for sure. And making it seems to be making it really divisionary. Like you're either with us or against us. There's no middle path. Oh no! I mean, the mainstream media is is historically um, fanned the flames of racism and discrimination, mm. just openly yes, on definitely. TV, and they go, "Oh, you know, that's just Koshi and his views." That's, yeah. Well, no, that's not right. <laughs> you can't you can't do that sort of stuff. I watch this really funny. Someone read it all the time, and there's always like videos of you know either br- police brutality or any or Karens yelling at you know people of color and telling them to go back to where they came from. Anyway, the one I watched the other day, some, and I can't remember which state it was in, but someone had written Black Lives Matters in yellow with paint that must have got approval. And it was like this big Black Lives Matter in yellow paint. And there was this sort of like 
couple that were wearing Trump hats were trying to paint over it in the middle of the road. So they were getting all this black paint and they were painting over it. And like people come out and being like, no, this is racist. Blah, blah. And they kept yelling out like stupid, like couple kept yelling out stupid stuff and were clearly like retarded. But the point being, as I was sort of painting it, they all they were doing was highlighting Black Lives Matter. They were just rewriting over the letters <laughs> and they didn't bring enough paint. And they brought enough paint for the BL. No. And because of black, it was so much darker than the bitumen. All they're doing is highlighting black. Like they weren't even trying <laughs> to see just perfectly in the lines. So they're really just like highlighting black life matters. Like they didn't realize the symbolism of paint, painting the yellow with black paint. You know, like yeah, writing yeah. black. It was just really funny. That's funny. Yeah. Mm, it's very weird. Anyway, so that's what happened to me a week and a half ago. And I've been dying to tell you about it, but I thought it'd be best to do it on the pod. To, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's a horrible story. What a horrible person. Yeah. Were they a young couple or old? Nah, a little bit older. Say, like late 40s, maybe? 50s? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But, like, I don't... Yeah, I don't take shit from people anymore like that. Like, it's not... It's just not right. I, like, I grew up with it in, in high school and primary school and sort of just accepted that that's what was acceptable and okay. Mm-hmm. It's just not. Yeah, I think it's good that you stood up to them. It's important, but it's sad that that's happening. Yeah, I think it ruined their day, which is like at least a little bit of joy to me (laughs) that I I ruined someone's day, aside from my own being ruined. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Um. In other news, I bought two arcade cabinets or three arcade cabinets since we've spoken, which is great. Oh my god, where are they all fitting in the shop? Yeah. <laughs> Are you stacking yeah. it on top of each other yet? No, well, it's to the point where it is almost like that. I got a quote back to get the, the thing moved from Queensland to here. That's expensive, eh? Like it's really in Queensland now. Yeah. Me and my friend Danny pick it up, which is not a nice thing to do that I did, but I kind of did. I asked Denny if he could go pick it up and I paid him for it. Like I, I, I gave him money extra. He didn't want anything extra, but I gave him money after. Um, yeah. Cause he almost broke his back and his wife also wants to divorce him. Now he keeps bringing oh, stuff. Home. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 So I gave him money um, for said thing, um, which is nice. And he, I felt nice. And then he felt nice cause he gets to buy lots of beers and things. Um, but he's got this arcade cab in his house now in pieces that I need to get to Campbelltown somehow. Um, and a normal they? arcade guy can do it in three weeks, but by that time his wife's going to be back at work. So I've put the call out there. There's these you move places. It's like um, air tasker, but for moving things, you put up like requests and then people grab your request and then give you a quote. That's Where is it located? Currently in Mount Gravit. Which Mount is Gravit. where? I don't know. In Sydney? Well, the cab. No, it's in, in Queensland. Oh, I thought you said you paid for him to, to move it for you. I haven't paid. No, he, I paid for him to go pick it up from another guy's house. Oh, he's in Brisbane already. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think yeah. I understand now. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant he paid for him to come drive it from Brisbane to Sydney. No, then I would just pay him to keep going to Campbelltown. That would be silly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Um, hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the podcast? 
podcast. I mean, the yeah, the show we watched. It sort of is a podcast, hey? But yes, let's talk about yeah, it. it. Can you introduce it? What is what is will, the thing that will. we did? So because we're sort of moving less for literature stuff and more on things we can watch because Ben's too busy, we decided to watch a midnight series called, uh, sorry, a Netflix series called The Midnight Gospel, mm. which is a series on Netflix uh, directed and animated by Pendleton Ward, who's the creator and animator of Adventure Time. And it's co-created with Duncan Trussell, who's a comedian and podcaster and does a pretty well-known podcast called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, I think it's called, uh, where he just has various guests that work in the areas of mindfulness, psychedelics, um, all that sort of kind of realm. Um, yeah, it's called the Duncan Trussell Family Hour, mm. uh, which they describe it as a weekly salon-style super show where comedian Duncan Trussell and guests explore the outer reaches of the multiverse. It gives you a bit of a taste of what his sort of um, podcast is like. But anyway, the Midnight Gospel is like an animated version of the podcast. So uh, Duncan Trussell plays Clancy, who's like, uh, who uses a simulator to sort of visit different worlds. So each episode... Oh, it's a computer. The is... computer sends him to different places, which yes. promises better worlds to go to. And yeah. is always a little bit wrong, which is quite Yeah, each funny. episode is a different simulation of a different planet that he, he visits. Yeah. Um, and he visit, uh, interviews people in those planets that he finds and their actual uh, guests from mm. his podcast as well. So the two episodes we watched was, were episode four and episode five. The first one was with Trudy Goodman called Blinded by My End, and the fifth one was Annihilation of Joy by J- with Jason Lowell. Um, and they were two episodes that I quite liked them, um, but all of the series is, is really good. Um, what I liked about it, is that sometimes like I haven't really explored much of that kind of like mindfulness area, but to see it actually animated, I found it really like a lot more visually kind of attractive. And then it's actually got me to listen to the Duncan Russell family um, podcast to sort of get more understanding. And I like the way they present mindfulness, not in a really kind of like lofty out of reach way, but in a more sort of down to earth kind of funny way, which I I find a lot easier to relate. Mm -hmm. Um, But the animation is definitely adult style. So don't expect it to be as sort of PC as Adventure Time. It's much more um, kind of obscene. Yeah, um, yeah, the sexualization and stuff. It's yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's just weird. It's very, very weird. I mean, like it's like a kind of acid trip, and you know, you get that vibe from it mm. when you watch it. Um, yeah. So episode four. Maybe we'll talk about that one first. I, I prefer episode five. Um, I don't know which one you preferred, Ben. <laughs> well, um, so funny thing about that, I think I watched episode three and four. Um, oh, no. What yeah. happened in three? Uh, that was the, hang on. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I've got it up. So that was Hunters Without a Home. So uh, with an underwater planet where he crosses paths with Daryl, a student with a student of ceremonial magic and the path yep. to enlightenment. I think that one was good, too. I mean, they're all good. Oh, so you didn't actually listen to five. That was the best one. Ah. Uh. Oh, no, that's. That's about existentialism and the annihilation of joy. Maybe we'll have to do that for another episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I didn't rewatch Hunters Without a Home, so you're going to have to talk about three because I didn't watch it, rewatch it. Didn't you go back through our messages to recheck what episodes they were? Yeah. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah, and then I stuffed up. Bloody Ben. Mm. So, yeah, Hunters Without a Home. Um, yeah, Daniel Hoops. 
um, to get some ice cream. So it was an ice cream planet. Um, okay, so um, I know we're in religious studies and we have to be fair and balanced and have to be accepting of everyone else's views and stuff. Yeah. But if you say you're into Wicca and you actually believe that it's an actual existential, no, no, an actual ancient secret religion that has been passed down for millennia, you're a dick. So <laughs> it's, um, that's what it was all about. So it was like, it kind of annoyed me. Um, not the, con- not the, the graphics and not the, the like outer story, but the interview, the guy who's interviewing, I'm like, Oh my God, shut up. Like, no. And then they're like, oh, yeah, it's gone through the cathars. And then it came to, you know, the uh, the Rosicrucians. And then the Rosicrucians yeah, brought yeah. it to America. And then we've discovered it. But I discovered it on my own because I'm on my own journey. I'm like, oh, my God, just be quiet. Um, yeah, so that, that was annoying. Um, but I like the graphics. I like the um like the 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 smaller um like storyline story but it's funny so he went to look for ice cream but the the computer sent him to a planet called ice cream so it's like again kind of a little bit wrong but kind of right yeah yeah is it um, that one with the cats the cats no nah, that's number four four has the cats Oh. oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four has the ship of cats. No. Oh yeah, it does. There's another episode where there's cats as well. Mm. I thought it, they were in three. They had the fish people, but maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I think four. No yeah, four. four has... Oh my god! Did you watch any of the right episodes? Did you watch? Yeah, the one three and four. I'm goodness. looking at the things. So Meredith, just against me, Mike Mayfield, Duncan Trussell, and Pendleton Ward is number four. Trudy Goodman is the main person. Damien Eccles oh, yeah. is number three. Yeah. Who is this Damien Eccles? Oh, just a second. But the story, yeah. Ben. Just one second. Don't put it there. Show me. Don't put it. They're my peach trees. Put it up on the mountain. Have you got a ladder yet? No. <laughs> don't. Um, yeah. Don't put it there. Wait until I tell you where to put it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Animal sorry. Crossing. Tom's just trying to cut all my peach trees and bullshit. Anyway, sorry for that interrupt. No, that's okay. I'm going to leave that in. Um, <laughs> so Damien Eccles was sentenced to death. He went to prison yeah. um, for murdering someone as part of a, a, satis- a satanic ritual. Oh, shit. And then he was so he's, actually... he's come out now. Hmm? Has, he, has he come yeah. out now? That's cool. Yeah, yeah, he's out now. So then he was yeah. interviewed um, as part of that. So... Maybe I wasn't being so bad or brash to call him a dick because if you murder someone as part of a satanic ritual, you're pretty much a dick. I think there's not much more of a dickish move you can do to then murder someone. Yeah, that's true. That, for me, that wasn't my favourite episode. That's why I did not recommend to watch that one. But the animation's really cool. And even if you don't like the, really like the kind of um, mindfulness and weird spiritual stuff you might like the animation. Um, Blinded by My End was a lot more palatable, I think. Trudy Goodman's not as weird as Damien Eccles. Did you find that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah she's kind of cool. She speaks really quietly, though. Yeah, she does. She seems really like, peaceful, what? though. Yeah, and, and then, like, because there's all of this noise and stuff going on because she's on that horse and then there's things being cut open and stuff and it's like, ah! Yeah. Like, and then she's like, 
okay now let's go like <laughs> what, what did she say <laughs> yeah, yeah. So no she seemed fun. like peaceful and and what i really like about all the interviews is you do get that, that, that there's a lot of rapport between um duncan and his interviewee like they're really engaging and chatting and they seem to have a lot of affection for each other which i think yeah. is really nice yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah. And so Blinded by My End is sort of set in like, so how does it start? He starts off by trying to go to this sort of um, sex planet where everybody's like practicing orgies and stuff. And he gets, the simulator makes up a kind of play suit for him and everything to get him ready. And he ends up going there, but gets diverted into a planet of like um, orcs and magic and darkness and stuff. And he meets um, Trudy's character. Which I think well, my name's Trudy as well. The whole point, so hang on. The, so the computer says at the beginning, um, you can go to a planet where you can experience everything, right? Yeah. So that's that's the key. You can experience yeah. everything. <laughs> so then, yeah, continue. So he, she, he ends up in going to a pub and no one's speaking to him. And it's like, he's, he's like, where's the orgies? Because I'm here to yeah. experience it. Exactly. So he then meets Trudy, who's like a, I guess, like bionic lady. I don't know. She's got like yeah. um, rockets out of her shoulders and she has a magic rose that heals. Um, and she has two friends there at the bar <laughs> who get referenced, I think like Dave and Bird, or I can't remember their names. Um, as And when she talks about setting up her sort of spiritual center in the beginning, she says that she only ever had two people at the beginning and they're the sort of um, Dave and whatever. Yeah. Um, so she kind of refers back back to that and uh, about this little center she creates. So it's a bit confusing because you have two parallel stories. I mean, you have the sort of um, the interview, which is pretty normal about normal things, and then really without any sort of real connection. Well, not there is connection, but then you have the actual plot of the series, and they don't always match up super well. Um, so yeah, but what I found funny was that like when she was talking a lot about forgiveness, she was trying to get revenge. I mean, the whole story is about revenge too. So there's a bit of irony in that um, because she's trying to get revenge on her boyfriend, the ass wizard has captured, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just funny because you get this kind of irony. Um, but it's such a shame we didn't watch episode five because this episode five is about uh, an existential prison cell where someone's made to relive their lives over and over again until they kind of realize that reality doesn't matter. So I do think we should watch that one and we should talk about that another time. Yeah, okay. I can watch it before next episode so we can talk about it. It can be like a part two. Um, yeah. The end of episode four, so he, he gets rocketed back to um, the the real world um, of him being in this weird spaceship thing. Um, he dies and he experiences yeah. the pain and joy of death, the computer says. So you were, you know, taken to this this planet to experience everything, including the pain and joyousness of death. Yeah, um, that's pretty yeah. cool. So the computer's a bit of a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, and the computer is sort of a main theme. So in each episode, the computer basically gets worse and worse and worse. And so that there's all these, there's a sort of stories an arch story that connects all the episodes but you can watch them one at a time and not be too out of the loop yeah um it all starts with clancy at his house listening to music he plugs into the simulator which is like a giant vagina puts his head in it and then goes to different planets um but yeah it's what i wrote some notes down let me see what i wrote down if there's anything interesting i'll just talk about episode four seeing as it's the only one we both 
Yeah, um, sorry. I like the description of meditation as practicing for deaf life and to listen. And the stuff about listening and connection and, and needing support at the beginning, I thought was really nice. So he talks about, yeah, um, yeah and, and also that, that story that Clancy tells about, or I guess Duncan tells about somebody, <laughs> uh, like telling them about all these different technology or something really specific at a party. This one guy like corners in the room and just like talks and talks and talks at him. He doesn't realize that this guy just really wants to leave the conversation. And then he reflect, he realized, he learns later that that guy died either that night or later in the week. And he felt so bad because one of the last conversations he had was just being spoken to about, you know, some geeky topic that he loved. And mm. I just thought that was really cool that, you know, that we should be aware of, you know, like listening properly and being more in touch with, with other people and that connection. I thought it was, I thought it was a nice episode. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Um, I don't think you have to badge it with mindfulness or whatever though, like that retail side of um, alternative religions. Mm. Yeah, I don't it's know. It's just an easy buzzword though, kind of a yeah. concept. Just reminds me of buying books at Kmart on the way of the checkout, you know, the dot, <laughs> dot books and mindfulness books. Yeah. No, yeah. Paint your own um, mandala in two minutes or less. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah, so we might watch a couple more episodes because there's another one that I really like about the death industry and about how she sort of the main character talks about how the death industry really removed a sort of aspect of, of grief that we no longer get to experience so that the whole sort of preparing the the corpse and things, normally that, that wake process would happen in people's houses yeah. in the old days and they'd have time to really mourn, but now that that industry has been removed. So it's all about loss and grief, so I think that's quite cool as well. Mm. I agree with that. Any other comments? Um, no, it, I think it's a little bit disjointed. And I think what episode four was disjointed with and what I've since read is that it was a standalone podcast before and it's been cut to the show. Because mm. um, yeah. you're right, there are these two things and it's interlaced and it just becomes like an interrupted, disjointed conversation in certain parts of it. Um, but I get that that's, that's the thing. And I'm used to that sort of things. Like I, I used to watch, um, uh, Dr. Katz, professional therapist. So that was done similar. It was yep. run by a comedian who interviews two comedians. And then you've got him on the couch with the two comedians interlaced with the episode. Plus you've got the interaction between the therapist, Dr. Katz and his son, just H. Mm -hmm. Benjamin. Um, and so they've got this, this storyline going on as well. So it's like these little bits all jammed together. Um, and you get the, the comedian's bits that they're saying to Dr. Katz during different parts. But there's no real um, large uh, aspect or topic that's being discussed with Dr. Katz in that, in that way. Whereas this way, there is this, this thing that you're, you're trying to actually follow along. But then it just gets... Um, interrupted so I think actually um, episode three worked better than four mm. even though three the guy was yeah annoying um, four yeah I think it maybe it just didn't um, it wasn't cut well or something I don't know it is very distracting because sometimes the animation I think melts really nicely with the words but other times yeah. it, it was really distracting and you know, when we watch, because I normally love a visual 
addition to words. Like I, I'm a very visual person, but you know when we listened, we did um Allen Ginsberg Howl, and we did the, we mm. watched the movie. Um, yeah. yeah, there's all that amazing animation, and that that I could really do both at the same time. I could listen and I could watch, and it wasn't distracting because mm. the images are really adding to the words. But there are sections in this where I I have to go, okay, listen to the words now, or I'll go no, watch the animation now, and I can't yeah. always do both. Yeah, so it does yeah. make it a bit fractured. Yeah, and the the animation, like Adventure Time, is way, way over the top. It's um, yeah, like it's very visual in your face. But then it's also there's the other hidden elements, like in the background and stuff. So it is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, you're right. I think that maybe, and maybe it's it's because we we're concentrating on the episodes, which are um, pod episodes, because the later ones mm-hmm. they're not. Um, at least I couldn't find like. Um, Five, six, seven. I don't think we're podcast episodes. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I no, like I, it. I think that's true. Yeah, you like it, it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was a a, a good um, addition. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think it, it's going to be made or broken depending on who the interview e is, or the subject interview yeah. is. Um, yeah, and if you get one that's shit, then no, nah, it's going to be garbage. But. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. But I just like it kind of see, like hearing and listening to the, and the same with when I listen to the podcast, like about more about mindfulness and things without it being, I guess, as as pretentious. And it still is a little bit, but like just in a bit more of a down to earth way, because I do find part of me always tunes out a little bit with, with mindfulness and things. because it's just all a bit like you get beaten over the head with it. And, you know, as a religious studies scholar, you sort of look at it a little bit like, you know, new religious movement stuff is a bit, you know, a bit of blur. And so it does, it has helped me re-engage a little bit with it because I've always felt much like an outsider, you know what I mean? Like, oh, no, I don't do that. Like, mm. So I have enjoyed kind of listening and watching it in a different context. So I think if, if people are interested a little bit in that mindfulness and they like the animation style and you're in an adventure time, I think you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a good um, retail way of exploring um, uh, alternative religions. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, hmm. And he is a very dynamic and likable voice actor. <laughs> he's got this almost childlike voice, but you look at pictures yeah. of him, he's like old with a beard, but he has this like, to me, it sounds like he's like 15 or something. It's like, oh, yeah. hey there, guys. How'd you doing? <laughs> and he's, he's drawn pretty young looking in the show as well. I think. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny. Definitely. So this might be a short episode then, mightn't it? Hours? Yeah, how long have we been uh, episoding? I have no idea. How long do we talk about racist people for? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. That doesn't really matter. Um, I think that's it for that. Unless you wanted to say anything more? Uh, I wish I had exciting news to share, but I really didn't do anything all week. My mm. life is just wake up, do the PhD, have a break, do the PhD, have a break, do the PhD. Yeah. Yeah, have you got much PhD work done? Nothing at all. <laughs> Great. Um, I have heard, though, that I think that Newcastle is going to be running the unit again um, oh, next that's semester. That's great. It's good, yeah. seeing that it earns the university a lot of money to do it, so it kind of makes sense to do that. Um, yeah. Do get a bit of teaching that way, then. Hopefully, hopefully. So I've got my application in for that, which is nice. Um, mm-hmm. So that has to go for sign-off with the um, the people. Mm-hmm. But also my my position is funded externally um, because Tim has got 
external funding and then that external funding goes towards some of his teaching hours so those teaching hours then get applied so whether i get yep. it next year or not i don't know uh yep. but for this semester it's actually it's pretty good news and then the business is very busy anyway so that's probably yeah um work that i would i'm grateful for yeah um but you're, really you're good for the cash though you're in a good position uh well yeah i know um i mean you're in an okay position yeah we're not going to lose the house so that's good <laughs> that's, yeah um but it's a worry like what's happening in victoria like things go backwards like real quickly um they do it's very true well that's good that you're focusing so much on online stuff then right yeah 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 and and the tournament's coming back is great but we're doing a lot of card trades and um selling a lot of card stock to people so people just want to play cards in their homes which is great yeah hmm. that's cool yeah yeah no it's sad that about victoria i still yeah. don't fully understand why it got so bad so quickly and and i was not because of the black lives matter protest everyone's like nah, back black lives matter protest and like no, no, no. It's the hotel. It apparently it was the hotels where someone was now i don't know if this is true or not well i spoke to a victorian today on the phone so he's one of my mm. suppliers and he called me up just to see how things are and let me yeah. know that he can still send out stuff which is cool um apparently one of the guards there was sleeping with someone inside the hotel yeah yeah and then got corona and then that spread to someone else then that spread to someone else and it's like gone that way yeah, but we still have community transmission, but it's not like that, right? Like, I mean, no, if we have one case, we have, tra- it spread so quick? we have tracked community transmission. They have untracked community transmission. So they've right, got so they like, yeah, a pocket of people that have got it somewhere, which is not connected to anyone else. And that's a worry because that means right. that there's other people in the community. Whereas New South Wales, basically everyone is, yeah, they, they know where it got, they got it from. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I saw a post about the Tetris thing on 89. I didn't read it properly, though. Yeah. Uh, Panel Tetris competition is going to be back on in October, hopefully. Yep. I don't know if I'm going. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'll train for it. I don't know. I'm going to interview someone that's there. And the feeling is amongst the community, they all feel exactly the same way as well. Like whether they're going to go or not, they're not sure. Mm. Everyone's pretty dirty about it being PAL. And about being what pal not ntsc so um, we want to compete like the top 40 players in australia so mm-hmm. i'd be amongst that just probably um maybe not now i don't know i haven't practiced for a while but yeah so say so the top 40 top 50 people they want to compete on the world stage equal to what everyone else is doing now yeah you have two different regions. So you have NTSC and PAL. Now, PAL games are roughly 13% um, slower than the NTSC counterparts. To compensate that, Nintendo took out frames of animation in a lot of their games, which means the games are actually harder in PAL because you can't control the game because it goes by the same um speed it looks like it's the same speed on the tv to an untrained eye but once you're actually playing it on a proper tv or trying to control things at a high speed you can't because you don't have enough um speed to press the button to get the pieces across 
yeah. in PAL. So in PAL, the max out was, say, uh, 600. Or, um, the th- theoretical max out was actually 400 up until last year, and now it's about 600,000. In NTSC, mm-hmm. it's like 1.1 million. Wow. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a huge difference. Yeah, huge, huge difference. So mm-hmm. with NTSC, I can get 300, 400,000, no worries. With PAL, it, it depends. Like it really, and it depends on the TVs as well. And the TVs that we used um, were not the greatest as well. So you have yeah. to, like, if you're going to run a competition for people um, at that high level and say that it's a classic Tetris World Championship, which has got a lot of esteem and it's got a lot of following, um, mm. and it comes out of the, the Donkey Kong classics, I, I saw how things were done up in Queensland for Kong Off, where it's proper Donkey Kong cabinets, all with proper boards, all with proper buttons and proper mechs, and they're all identical, and it makes sense. In Sydney where um, 1989 was doing it, it's been a little bit rushed each time and it shouldn't be up to Ben to do all of that stuff. If it's going to be oh, wrong. sorry. That was my battery. My bad. Oh, I didn't hear it. Um, yeah, it shouldn't be up to Ben to run all that stuff. Like if it's being run by some people in the CTWC yeah. world, they should be stepping in and providing two TVs, which are similar, and two consoles, which are the same. Yeah, for sure. It's not, it's not hard. Um, yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it'll probably get to a week before, and I'll be like, "Yes, I'm going." (laughs) But yeah, I don't know. It's it's a lot of work at the moment. I'm looking actually for a Nintendo that's going to be RGB modded, so I can train on it properly. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be expensive. All right, Mm -hmm. I better go because my battery's about to run out of battery. All right. Uh, bye. Thanks. Thanks for listening, guys, at home. All right. I will uh, see you in two weeks. Yes. Uh, Ciao. Bye.